This is a HeadGum Podcast. Holy Spirit, we say thank you for this morning. We say thank you for your goodness and your grace that we were kissed this morning to see another day. Father, we ask that you would just touch every single one of your beloved ones right here, right now. Father, we ask those that need strength that you would give them strength. Those that are tired that you would renew their strength like eagles, that they would soar and mount up on wings and just fly, Holy Spirit. We ask those who are just heavy and depressed that you just break that off. Those who are just down and defeated without any hope. Father, we ask that you give them hope. Those who are thirsty, would you give them that living water? And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Even in the midst of all of this bullshit of this BS that's going on in our nation, specifically Holy Spirit, we say thank you because you sit high and you reign supreme. And that this situation is not too big for you. You do not look at it and like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? You have an end to the BS. You have an end. You know when. And we just say thank you that we know that this has a time that it shall end. And so we can sit confident and know that this too shall pass. And we know that he who dwells in the secret place, them who dwell in the secret place shall be kept from every wind and storm and everything in this life, every bow and arrow that just tries to just steal us and rob us of our life, our joy, our happiness, our peace. We just say thank you for the new, the winds of change. We say thank you that this is not the end of our story. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We say thank you. And we love you because you love us just the way we are. And you love us too much to leave us the same. And so we say thank you and we bless you. Amen. All right. I am saddened but not surprised at the event that took place at the Capitol on January 6th where insurrectionists with loyalty to Donald Trump tried to overturn the 2020 election at our nation's capital while the electoral ballots were being finalized. Moving forward, America needs to get itself in check. Can the real America please stand up? Like, can we really have the real one stand up? Um... I want to jump into the reality of why I said that. Because here you go, there are really three Americas, if you are not aware. There is the America that we portray on social media, on television, that we are the greatest. I am America, where at least I know I'm free. You know, all of that jazz. You know, where we have the Whitney Houston who did the best National Star Spangled Banner. But however, that is the America that we portray, where we are the greatest, right? So you have that America. We have white America with the whiteness and privilege where everyone else who is not that, we look and we long and we lust and we damn near kill ourselves trying to get over there to have what they have, America. And then we have the America that I believe the majority of us grew up in, which is the struggle bus, where it's where we grew up hearing rhetoric of we can be whatever we wanted to be. But the reality of that was not true. The reality is that that was only for a sector of America that had wealth, privilege and the complexion that for the collection that had protection. And today's episode is about where do we go from here? Because the reality is, like, I can tell you this before we jump ahead. 
I remember getting on social media and I saw a lot of, you know, different uh, queens, a lot of different social media influencers um, that were like, if you're not posting about what is going on in our nation, then like, why do you have a platform, this, that, and a third? And I'm going to tell you that I saw that post around like 8 o'clock at night and it did kind of challenge me to go live. So I did to kind of talk to people, but I had nothing to say because I was so like, so really not even disheartened, just more so like, I'm not surprised. And to me, it felt more, you know, that this is an outside force. Like, it feels like a prosthetic leg trying to make itself join somehow, like, robotic, cyborg style. Like, that's what it feels like. Very just trying to take over. The only thing I can say is, do y'all remember the white man from uh, Black Panther who had the little prosthetic arm that was like a gun? Like, that's what it feels like. They're really trying to just conquer and take over. And I feel like right now we need to unify. We're not surprised at what took place on January 6th because we've seen America act this way many times in its 245-year history. 245 years. Nothing has changed, sadly enough. Anyway, here we go. We have the genocide of the Native people, right? And the stealing of their land, okay? And we're going to say everyone who came over here, the Viking, the Portuguese, the Spanish, the English, the French, all of y'all, guilty. Slavery, where y'all started the transatlantic slave trade, you said, oh, we God gave us this land, lies and fabrications. God gave us this land. We didn't slaughter and conquered the giants in this land using Old Te- Testament scripture, but God did not tell you this, to go and steal this land. And now we need somebody to work it. The pro- See, that's even right there. Can we talk about the bullshit? How y- they would use scripture... Like, God told the children of Israel to go slay the giants, right? But then he told the children of Israel to go work that land. So why, white people, did you not go work this land? Oh, that's right. You brought indentured slaves who then became our bosses. Oh, that's right. So slavery. Then after that, we had the Japanese internment camps, Jim Crow, and the Illinois colored laws, which... Jim Crow is still going on to this day. We know that the blackface from Jim Crow is still going on to this day. You don't believe me? Remember when Ivy Park, Beyonce's company, had those two Russian girls? That part. Yeah, that's called blackface. That's from Jim Crow. The sterilization of women of color. You know what they would do? They would tell you, we're going to cut off your government assistance and your government aid if you do not get sterilized which is one of the reasons why I have a problem with Margaret Singer and the whole eugenics movement, as well as Planned Parenthood, but that's a whole nother conversation. The government's non-response to HIV and AIDS epidemic, trash. Y'all was just going to let us die and knowing goodness well how many of y'all straight husbands was sucking the dick. Girl, whatever, whatever, trash. Um, Starting wars for profit, costing Americans their lives and tax dollars. Letting American kids go hungry while we have the most guns and bombs, ice camps, and prison labor. America would rather exploit its people and destroy itself before allowing space for people of color, marginalized people, and poor people to succeed. But my question for you, mother darling, is how... Did we get here? How did we get here? Can you answer the question while you're listening? Do you know yourself? Do you know how did we get here? How? 
Because we just told you a bunch of ways on how we just got here in the 245 years. This is a pop quiz, honey. You're back in school, girl. Miss Frizzle with the magic school bus popping up on you. Here we go. This is how we got here. Of course, white supremacy. We want the good old days, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. But also, these people had help inside the Capitol from security guards and police at the Capitol. These officers took selfies with the insurrectionists. Trash. People, the people who organized the riot did so in plain sight on social media, websites like Twitter, Facebook, and Parler. You know, people are just really astonished at how, like, all of this was planned when it was planned right in plain sight, when the reality is that Mr. Mark Zuckerberg has been allowing fake news, misinformation, and all of this other foolishness and collusion and convolution to happen right there on his social media. Like, so then my question to you is, do you feel the same? Like, what's your payoff in allowing all of this misinformation, all of this trash? Like, what? how does that feed? I don't, I don't know. It just makes me really look at him sideways. Like, anybody else? No, am I the only one in the room who thinks that? Trash. If this were the Black Lives Matter, martial law would have been called. More blood would have been shed. And I have to admit, I'm a little pessimistic when it comes to this new America enlightenment that occurred in 2020. I just really don't feel that it's um, real. I feel that it was all stunts and shows, to be perfectly honest. This is me and I could be, you can cancel, hit unfollow, do whatever you want. God still pays my bills. It's fine. I feel that a lot of the people that were at the Black Lives Matter movement were just there because they were just tired of being in the house. And we already know that from the millions and thousands of influence who's, who, who use it as a photo op. So let's not even act, okay? Um, I, I also feel very pessimistic about the whole adoption of Black Lives Matters by non-Black folk when... You didn't know that this was going on the whole... Like, I, 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 ju- I just really am. And then when we look at how these systems into play... Bitch, I can tell you for a fact that it was nothing but hype. There is a queer company out here, sis. I'm not going to give no names. These hoes paid me a decent check. Dur- not even my booking fee, okay? But they paid me a decent check during the whole Black Lives Matter. And then after all of the hoopla was down, oh, they wanted to hit a bitch with $300. Oh, but you are concerned about black businesses making sure. So you can pay me when it's relevant, but when it's not relevant, oh, I guess you actually show me what you, you know what I mean? So I'm very like, is it real? Are we really like, mm, no, I, 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 I just... I, I just refuse to. Like, there's just no surprise. If you are not a cis, white, evangelical Christian American, your safety is seen as an inconvenience. Oftentimes, you are just trying to survive because your safety is not at the top of the priority list. The surprise is these people who stormed the Capitol were safe in doing so. Can we say that again? The people who stormed the Capitol were safe in doing so. Crash, right? One of the insurrectionists arrested, the one who photographed his nasty feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. This, <laughs> this no lip, booty hole mouth man is only likely to receive a year in prison. 
Meanwhile, Josh Williams, a black protester from Ferguson, is currently doing an eight-year bid just for attending the protests. It's hard to stay hopeful when we just had the biggest social media demonstration in history last summer. Like, so hard to stay hopeful. Like, oh, we thought we were moving so close. Oh, white people wanted to hear about the injustices and pains of black and brown and marginalized people. <gasps> and then January 6th happened. Like, how do you, how do you, how, how? Maybe that's my question. How do you? How do we, how do we? Because right now, I, I don't have any hope to be like, yes, we are going to arise and come together. I, I, I personally don't have it because I refuse to keep putting my hope in a system that's going to continue to show me exactly who they are, that they only care about the people with the complexion for the collection that has protection. Okay, here you go. We still have brands like Adidas making mistakes, or I'm going to say making a mockery and allowing black fishing. The police taking selfies with the insurrectionists during the insurrection? Like, how is that you standing up for America? Or is that you showing the world and your nation that you agree and say yes and amen to this type of behavior? So that means that you also say yes and amen to Black bodies being dead in the street. You also say yes and amen to Brown and Black marginalized communities being uh, targeted their lives and their safety not being a priority. Trash. But, you know, you get to walk around with this blue badge trying to uphold law and civility and whatever else that the bullshit oath that you said. Lies. Next. Where do we go from here? So far, Donald Trump has been banned from every major platform. Here we go. Facebook, Twitter, Google, Shopify, Spotify, Reddit, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitch, Google, Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube. I also must impart a reminder that Catfish has been on air for nine years for a reason. Okay, so this is my only thing with people acting like, oh, President Trump has been banned. Oh, we don't have to worry about him. Um, We clearly see that this individual has loyalists. And I don't understand why you can't get one of your loyalists to create an email, create a Gmail, to create a Twitter account. And then you start Twittering from that. You start posting from that account under the guise. I mean, has anybody seen V for Vendetta? Like, that's what this BS is coming down to. Like, you can literally take over social media. It will go viral. All you have to do is just post it. So I like at this point, something else needs to happen. And what needs to happen is that this man needs to be in prison, period. I am still very, very on the fence that I don't understand how Nixon was caught, but President Trump was not. Don't make sense to me. Just saying. Okay. Also, this makes me scratch my head. The Facebook and Instagram bans are not permanent. So once again, Mr. Zuckerberg, I'm looking at you sideways. Is no one else looking at this man sideways? Is anyone else going to call this man to the stand? Like, he is a terrorist leader and this is treason and he needs to go to jail. Trump needs to go to jail as well as Mr. Zuckerberg needs to go to jail. But, you know, when you have the complexion for the collection and the money, girl, you will surely have protection. My question, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Q, the tender music. 
How do we heal? How do we have solidarity with marginalized groups? How do we heal from this bullshit? It really does feel like us versus them. And I'm going to let you know something, honey. If you ain't them, you are us, okay? Point blank, period. And it goes beyond skin color. Like, this, these insurrectionists, these terrorists, these treasonists, is that a word? Treasonists? We're going to make it a word. It's them versus us. We saw a video. I saw a video on, on, on Facebook of this man, this white man standing on his doorstep in D.C. cussing out. Get the fuck out of here, you insurrectionist. Get the da, 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 da. Why? Because his heart was just as broken as Keisha's and Tamisha, who was honking and agreeing with him as they drove by. Because we really have to come together. And I think that right now would be a perfect time for that to come together. Like, what better time for the real America to stand up and go, okay, us as white people, we have fucked y'all Black people over for the past 400 years, even though our country has only been here for 245. That says something, okay? Now, we may not be able to get no money out of it right away. We might not be able to get all of the major uh, destruction overturned. But if we can at least own it and then say we've owned it, how can we right now come together to band together as brothers, as one people, as Americans, to really push back, chop off this prosthetic leg, to really remove these outside and foreign sources that are trying to take over our nation. The only problem, black and brown and marginalized people, I would tell you that you got to watch these white people because after, you know, that 60-day trial is over, girl, they might flip. No shade, white people who are listening, but just looking at your history, it's just facts. Okay, anyway, there are a lot of broken promises, America. A lot. We love you, America. But the bullshit has gone on for long enough. And can I just say right here, right now, I kind of feel like even for secular people who don't believe, like, you know, the, the, the good book says you reap what you sow. You know, secular people go, you know, about man, they'd be like, man, you know about it's all about positive vibes, positive energy, and, you know, not letting nobody take your vibration down. And you got to be careful about this, you know, about the negative uh, vibrations that you give out, right? Because you shall reap that. And so I go, how can we be concerned about the everyday people, about making sure that we are conscious about how we treat people because we don't want to receive that bad negative energy bad, that bad juju bad? How can we look at the face of America who has constantly done this over and over and over again Specifically, because the reality is now it's happening to white people. But before it's just happening to black and brown and marginalized people. How can all of this bloodshed go on and there be no recompense? There be no atonement for it? Like, so on some levels, I mean, even though... It feels like judgment, which it could be. I don't know if it's final, but, you know, Genesis 15 did say that God was going to judge the nation that had Abraham descendants in bondage for 400 years. They was about to get it. We the only people who've been in bondage 400 years put to put the two and two clues together. Just saying, whatever. Anyway, the point is, I feel like it's judgment. And at the same time of all of this calamity and destruction that is happening, I feel like it could be a good thing. I feel like from this brokenness, from all of this BS happening, we can finally heal. I feel like that's our only options. We can either continue to allow this BS to continue on a regular basis just business as usual, just continue. It's just another day in America. Or we can allow, we can see our brokenness, we can look at it and we can go, okay, we need to heal. We need to right the wrongs of yesteryear. I just feel like now would be great 
for us to heal so we can deal with the pain, the destruction that has happened so we can just really heal our hearts and really be great. Like, wouldn't that be fabulous? Wouldn't that be great to know that from a heart issue, racism was dealt with and not just a political issue? Wouldn't it be great to know that people... Uh, that the government sees us on a heart level as people, as I, as individuals that need our rights protected as queer and marginalized people. Wouldn't that be great from a heart level? I just feel like it has to take place from a heart level. Sadly enough, we just know that it won't. Um, but the breakthrough for America at this point should be in your heart, where you can fully see us so much so that you want us to win. But even in that instance, Black people... We will always sleep with one eye open because we know that though they have been a blessing, that they have helped us, right? We know that they're going to steal our seasonings, girl, and everything else that was up around them while they were being nice. Just sad to say. As for right now, someone needs to drop some music. I think we need a song that bands us together. More so, we just need a song for the band to play as the ship goes down. Okay, very much like the Titanic. Um, We just need a song. You know, very much, we are the world. Maybe not that one. Um, Because the world is actually laughing at us, sadly enough. Um, What's another one? We don't need, I don't know if a twerk song is the song that we need as the band goes down. You know, maybe Hennessy. I don't, yeah. Marvin Gaye might be, Marvin Gaye and Hennessy might be cute. You know, that could be cute. That could be a cute time, girl. A little shot glass of Hennessy and some Marvin Gaye and you just two-stepping. That could be a good time, girl, because by the end of that shot glass, girl, you're going to be buzzing. You might float if the boat goes down. You know, that's how the chef made it from the Titanic, girl. He got real drunk and he survived. Surely did. <laughs> Can you imagine? Only people who drank Hennessy survived. Um, good God. Uh, would you make it? <laughs> um, they'd be like, no, girl, I needed some Patron. Side note, do you know one of the reasons why, or the main reason why black people love Hennessy or people of color? Here you go. When Hennessy came out, right, or not when Hennessy came out, Hennessy invested into HBCs, which are... Um, historical black colleges. And so when black people found that out, they were like, oh, they care about us? They want us to win? Oh, we only drink in Hennessy at the club. We only drink in Hennessy. And you sip Hennessy. Or you get it with, like, Coke. And I mean Coca-Cola, not that cocaine, girl. Um, And you just kind of sip on it and be like, ah, you got to put your two hands up like this and be like, uh, 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 Hennessy. Anyway, they'd be like, I do that to Casamigos. Me too. But truthfully, we can say this event might just be the right answer to prayer. Like, can we stop for a minute? If we really, because here you go, we've been like, oh, we want change, we want change. You know, everybody's praying for change, praying for change. What if this is the change? Can we say that again? What if this event is the answer to prayer? Because we've been praying for change. And what if these insurrectionists are the very tool that God would use to bring forth the change? Don't believe me, girl. If you look in the Bible, uh-huh, and you see the story where Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom of Babylon, had taken the children of Israel into captivity, right? Now, there was a time limit on their captivity, right? Because God had the Persian, uh-huh, Neo-Persia come and destroy Babylon to free 
the children of Israel. So I just want to say, what if these are the tools, right? What if they are the tools to help show and expose all the nooks and crannies, all the flaws about America to really pull up the skirt on America to reveal everything that is there so we can expose it, we can treat it, we can deal with it. You know what I mean? Like there are some infections that need to be dealt with. There are some parts of the body that might need to be amputated. We can't revive that. We can't bring that back to life. It just needs to be chopped off. We're going to get you a little nub, something else. Okay? Or my, we might do, we just could pray that Holy Spirit just give you a whole new supernatural one. I've seen it happen before. Anyway, the point is, let our hearts not be discouraged in this event. This could be the very thing that we have been praying for. You know, someone said this. For all of the wonderful people out there who can uh, bear a child, okay, let's say it that way so we don't make anybody offended. Someone said that the nation is going through a rebirth and childbirth, or should I say birth, is painful. Now, if you have gone through like a long 26 hours and you want to just comment on it, call in and let us know and be like, yeah, girl, it was 42 hours in labors and it was just the head, girl. His shoulders were just so wide. You know, just let us know. But would you agree that America is going through a rebirth and birth is painful? Because I believe that that's where we are and that's where I want to keep my heart. That's where I want to keep my head. That's where I want to keep my mind focused, right? Well, that is my mind, my head. Anyway, my mind, my soul, and my spirit, I want to keep it focused there on the fact that birthing, childbirth is painful. But truthfully, if we think about it this way, the best things in life are messy. Birth is messy, painful, Death is messy, sometimes painful. Sex, pleasurable, messy, painful. Like the best things in life, they create a mess, but they're very much worth it. And so just know that in the midst of all of this foolishness that went on in our nation, that has been going on in our nation, we are at the beautiful time of a rebirth. And I believe that it's time for us to do it. So let us push let us have these contractions. Let us have these birth pains so we can come forth and be the best people that we were, I guess, envisioned to be because we surely weren't meant to be because we surely stole this land, but envisioned to be. OK, I believe we can go back and redeem um, the time that has been destructive and horrible and all of those things. So let's hope that this means brighter days ahead. And family, I hope that this week's episode really leaves you in a contemplative place, very introspective. I want you to think and I want you to ponder. And then after you think and ponder, I want you to talk to the Most High God about it, girl. You're going to be real deep. Be like, God, what is up with this? And his name is Yahuwah. Be like, yo, what is this? The Most High? I don't, I don't get this crap. Like, what is going on in our nation? What is going on in my own heart? How can I be better so the nation can be better? Okay? Because it starts in the heart first. And talking about that, family, I want to hear from y'all. What are y'all thoughts on the sick? What are y'all thoughts on just how we got here? How do we get from here? How do we move on forward? Okay, so I want your calls, your texts, your emails, and your voicemails, darling. Okay, here's the phone number. The phone number is 818 818- Two five two nine four six eight. Actually, let me put my little Jenny Craig voice on. <clears throat> That's eight one eight two five two nine four six eight. All right, and then email us at Ace of Hearts Pod at gmail.com. That's Ace of Hearts Pod at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Ah. Uh, 
Brighter days, brighter days, brighter days. I'm hopeful. I'm excited. God is good. He is faithful. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And he has a day when all of this BS show. And he has the win. He knows the win. He's the holder of win. So we can just rest and know that he has us. Be blessed, y'all. I love y'all. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.